I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family. You Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants. Todd Gurley is a snowflake loser, bitch. Good <laughs> oh lord. Jarvis Landry has a three inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hilton is a He just me over in fantasy. him. You know you don't have to draft me, right? What's happening, everybody? Happy Thursday and welcome to the Dynasty War Zones, the fabulous Big Bet, and we've got a lot to cover with you, and I am looking forward to tonight's show. We are live on YouTube, and I am not alone. I am here with the homie, the good doc of the Dynasty War Zone. He is at DWZ underscore Dr. PT, and if you're watching live on the YouTube feed, we have Dr. Kyle currently doing kettlebell squats in his hate brand shorts. God bless him. They, they are great. Notice they're not catching at the knee. Oh, so, side profile. Check out, check out the donk. Thick with two C's. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. See, the, 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 this is what you miss when you're not watching the, 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 the Dynasty War Zones, the fabulous Big Bet. We'll, let, we'll talk more about our sponsors here in just a minute. Dr. Kyle, man, a lot less injuries for you to talk about this week. You having a good week there in the NYC? Yeah, no complaints. You know, just uh, 
I don't know if you heard me counting, but I did over a thousand of my kettlebell squats. And now I'm out of breath. It, it felt like some Ron Burgundy math to me. Um, <laughs> like you were hamming it up a little bit. Yeah. But good to see you're repping the sponsor, man. Uh, and, and But before, we'll, we'll save that. We'll talk more about Hate Brand when we get to the segment they uh, they sponsor. But we, we've got a lot to cover. Uh, any injury news you want to give these people? Any tidbits? Anything before we uh, we, we start into the show? Uh, nothing yet, but I'll, I'll see if I can pull some stuff up before we get to the end. I know, uh, Nuke did not practice today, but I'm wondering if that was simply a veteran's day off, but we'll keep an eye on that. That That's typically what it is. My, uh, my butt cheeks don't get clenched on veterans until Friday. The only time I ever get really freaked out by injuries really on anybody, to be quite honest, even, you know, big name rookies at this point is if for some reason they either A, practice Wednesday and then leave practice early on Friday, Thursday or Friday, that's always a big red flag. Or if they don't practice at all, that's also a big red flag. But like last week, I'll give you a great example. Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. No practice right. Wednesday, no practice Thursday. Both got in a limited session on Friday. Boom, both played on, on Sunday. That's typically the way you're going to see it a lot, especially with so many players nicked up already. Why yep. risk it, especially with with veterans like a like a Darren Waller? So I'm not going to ask Dr. Kyle to go to the uh, redundancy department of redundancy and have him go over injuries again. He and our main man, uh, our our graphics guru, uh, the YouTube king at Matty Big Chest on Twitter, they've already broke that down once this week. So if you're not streaming live on YouTube, you can just go back. Go to the Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. You can see this most recent Monday's uh, Dynasty Warzone injury report. It looks like the normal uh, Air Force-inspired logo with a Band-Aid over it. And that's Dr. Kyle and Maddie breaking it down. I think you guys do a great job with that, Matt. Uh, excuse me, Kyle. I think so, too. Uh, not, to, not to pat myself on the back. I'll, I'll, I'll pat Maddie on the back the first chance I get to see him because – you know, I get to throw the simple stuff at them as far as my knowledge goes with injuries, what to uh, what to speculate, what matters, what doesn't. You know, on Saturday we touched on Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller and talked about how they were probably going to go, uh, just like they did. Um, but Maddie's looked so far deep into depth charts for teams to know exactly who to pick up. He was all over Jeff Wilson last week. Uh, watch. Uh, Watch this Tuesdays, and then we'll do another one Saturday, and he'll probably have some more pickups for you before Sunday slate. Yeah, again, um, you guys are part of the team, so I am biased, but I think the content's great. And one thing I want to make sure, for those of you that listen to me on the podcast, I know there's an issue with my microphone. And so this is a, con a condenser mic, which is a very good quality mic, and you can hear the quality on the podcast feed. I cannot get that to pick up. I'm working on switching from using StreamYard technology to go into an OBS. And it should make the audio quality on my end personally sound a lot better. So I am aware. I know there's like a bit of an echo. It's because it's picking up the microphone off of my webcam and not the microphone in front of me, which is the exact opposite on the podcast. But I'm aware of it. I'm cognizant of it. And we're working on getting that better. I'm also going to send Dr. Uh, Kyle, some actual lights so you can see him, a nice banner behind him like like I have. Right now my man's podcasting live from the kitchen. Or maybe it's the guitar room, or maybe it's it's in New York, so maybe it's both. It, it's all the same room, Memphis. I'll, I'll give you a quick, like, there's a wonderful well, 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 hold, hold on, just call, call a timeout real quick. That you, you can already stop. That's what you're paying for. That's what you're yeah. paying. You're, you're, you're paying for that location. 
So uh, yes. we'll, we'll we'll just jump into the show. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And, and we've got a lot going on the YouTube, and what a great place to start the the promotion than with our YouTube channel. You got on Monday, you've got Dynasty Table Talk with Maddie Big Chest. Sometime Monday or Tuesday, you get the injury first edition with Dr. Kyle and Maddie. Then on Tuesday evening, you get the live version of the Dynasty Warzone podcast, all Dynasty, all the time. Then on Wednesday evening for Thursday's podcast, you get me and the good doctor here going over the fabulous big bets, little DFS content for you as well. Then sometime on Thursday or Friday, these two guys will do the second installment of the injury, sometimes on Saturdays. The later, the better, to be quite honest. You don't necessarily need it on Thursday. The, the, the real good stuff comes Friday afternoon or Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So you guys have done a great job with that. And then I really haven't had one pop into my head, although I have one for this Saturday. I'm going to try to make 10, 12 minutes. I've got a, uh, a curious case study that I want to share with the listeners on a quarterback, maybe two. So you got to be subscribed. you got to be tuned in to the YouTube channel here on the Dynasty Warzone. Um, this past Monday, we had the September, they barely got it in under the wire, the September edition of the Devi Warzone with Kane, Shane, Jerry, and the always vacationing Josh. Uh, I was in there as well. I was, I was, you know, I was behind the the, the the glass wall there, you know, turning the dials, you know, flipping the switches, keeping those guys up and running, but I love it. You know, they can get a little deep with the Devi content, but they're really focusing on the names that you need to know for next year's draft class. I think it's great. Uh, yesterday on the Dynasty Warzone, uh, we talked about Dynasty snobs. You know what a Dynasty snob is, Dr. Kyle? I do not. I was too busy listening to the Devi this week to catch up on uh, the drop this morning. It's a person who can't really look at a player's value because they didn't go to the right college or they didn't have the right athletic measurements or they didn't have the right draft capital. But for a full recap, you can find that in the uh, the YouTube uh, video history or you can find it on the podcast, uh, the same feed you're listening to this. There will not be a Dynasty Happy Hour contractor on Friday. Uh, I'm trying to get connected with an Australian fella who's trying to get on the show with me. And because of the 12-hour time difference, a little, a little, uh, a little wonky to, to put it in perspective. So I may not end up talking to him until either Saturday morning or Saturday evening, which if we do it Saturday morning in my Indiana time, that's like his Saturday evening. And then if we do it Saturday evening, that's his Sunday morning. So... When you got that 12 to 14 hour time difference, it really puts a uh, uh, an, inter- an interesting obstacle, but we'll, we'll get it done. We'll get you a Dynasty Happy Hour contractor. And then last request for Tay JC3. That's T-A-Y-J-C-3. This is your last and final request to get with me. Uh, you can drop me an email, DynastyWarzone at Gmail. You can hit me up on Twitter at DWZ Memphis and claim your autographed DK Metcalf jersey. Dr. Kyle, who wouldn't want their autographed DK Metcalf jersey? Memphis, the value of that jersey is going up by the day. DK is balling out this year. He looks good. That offense looks good. My Russell Wilson for MVP preseason pick looks good. Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. as good as whoever this this clown may be who's missing out on his Metcalf jersey. Come on, man. Yeah, you, you got until uh, end of day Monday to get at me, or we're going to do a new uh, a new drawing for the original entrance on uh, before Tuesday's Dynasty Warzone. And then five-star reviews. Got one today from uh, a listener. This guy is a, a great listener. He sent me his Patrick Mahomes trade, 
And I'm going to cover that on the Dynasty War Zone on Tuesday with Jerry. We're going to break it down. I did go ahead and, and respond to him so he could get some feedback in the immediacy. But if you leave a five-star review, what's the best part about five-star reviews, Dr. Kyle? Anything? They are free. They are 100% free to go to. Now, from talking to this particular listener, he was like he had to download. Um, I don't. I think he had to download Pod Podbean maybe, because one of uh, one of the uh, streaming services did not uh, have a, a rating or review. Can you believe that in 2020, Doctor Kyle? Are, are you? Can you, you can, believe you can review everything? I, I, My wife reviews me every day. Yeah, but you know what? She's she's not wrong. So it was Frank. It was Frank Ribble. Ribble. I hope I get that correctly. And he said he usually listens on Spotify, but he downloaded Stitcher to leave that five star because he wanted me to cover his trade. And I'm gonna take care of his trade as soon as Tuesday on the Dynasty War Zone. If you want your trade reviewed, hook us up with a five star. Apparently on Stitcher, iTunes is the best because of the algorithm. But that's where we're at, Dr. Kyle. Hopefully somebody like that could win the DK Metcalf jersey. You that know, sounds he, like a he, he can't, but Jerry and I are putting our heads together to come up with a, uh, a, a giveaway for the month of October to continue to rate and review the podcast because all the sweet, sweet dynasty, fantasy, injury, gambling, DFS information's not enough. We will have to bribe you. If you need anything, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at DWZ Memphis. Doctor, you're at? DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Or if you're not into social media, God bless you with the election going on and all the other shit show that is this, this world in 2020. If you have email, you can just email the show. DynastyWarzone at gmail.com and we'll get back to you ASAP. Now, Doc, we, we've got the promotion underway. Um, are you ready to start talking about the bettings in segment number one? Yes, I am. I'm not looking forward to talking about last week, but we have to keep ourselves honest. And so you, I am ready. You got to be accountable. Well, this first segment is brought to you by Viridian Global. That is V E R I D I. A-N, Viridian Global, and they are the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone. Man, they've got the t-shirts, they've got hoodies, it's we're one, it's October now, we're 100% into hoodie season. Uh, the hoodies are great, they have tank tops, if you want to wear the hoodie to the gym, take the sweatshirt off, and then have a tank on underneath, I'll say tanks for buying a tank. And, you know, they have Raglan's, which is your classic baseball shirt. you got the baseball playoffs going on right now. And all of this is going on with conjunction with our friends at Viridian Global and our graphics guru, Matty Big Chest. They, they have done a great job nailing the logos, nailing the styles. And the best part, Dr. Kyle, Dr. Kyle, did you know you get free shipping on orders over 75 bucks? Free shipping? Free anywhere? Uh, anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. Oh, yeah. A. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Aussie guys, but yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and, and here's the thing: you don't have to. We would prefer you go solely DWZ merchandise, but maybe you want to get a Di Dynasty Happy Hour contractor T-shirt. If you get, if you get your subtotal over seventy-five bucks, cool. Maybe our homies over at the Goat District. By the way, Dr. Kyle and I were on their podcast last week with Dan and JD. You know what? You can hook up a, a great logo. Both 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 shows great logos, as well as many others. They have the I Have Chub t-shirt. There's a Juju t-shirt. Did you know 
Dr. Kyle, there is a James Robinson t-shirt, and on the back, it says League Winner. Oh, yeah. I it, saw that. It's That's, beautiful. The, the, the graphics are great on those. Th those guys at Viridian Global, the, their logos and graphics are truly sharp. So even if you're not buying, you know, kick tires. You know what? C create a, wi a wish list. Believe it or not, we're not that far from Christmas. They'll have a Black Friday special. I know what they are. I can't tell you. Uh, I've been sworn to secrecy, but there will be Black Friday specials. So hang in there. Go over there. Just check them out. And if you're so inclined, hook yourself up with one. Dr. Kyle, you ready for a, a little spin around our uh, our personal bets and big bets from last week? I am as ready as I'll ever be. All right. Well, I, I'm going I'm to cover my big bet first. I'm going to give you just a minute to uh, prepare yourself to cover yours. And so total on the week last week for me, including my player prop and my personal bets and everything, I finished three and three and really was lucky to go three and three. This could have been uh, a two and four. So I'll just review mine real quick and then uh, I'll turn the, the mic over to Dr. Kyle. So my big bet last week was Dallas at Seattle over 55 and a half points. Now this one, it felt like it was going to get there pretty easy. There was a little lull at the start the third quarter but this game ended up closing at 69 total points so it cleared by almost two touchdowns over the 55 and a half points that i betted at that that was a win uh some of the other bets now this one right here i'm gonna own because dr kyle we own our losses here at the the fabulous big bet that's that correct right oh yeah so i i said I, I let you take the first player prop and you chose the gardener player prop so i took fit magic over 270 and a half yards. He clearly did not need that. This team got off to a hot start, and they literally beat the brakes off of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not even as close as the score would indicate. Now, Fitzmagic did a great job for your DFS or your weekly head-to-head -head dynasty and fantasy rosters, but he did not even sniff the 270. So that was an, an L for me. My second L was Washington at Cleveland. This is the one thing that's absolutely the most maddening for me about betting sports, and maybe you can, can relate. There's nothing worse than having a game basically locked up. I think at one point they were up seven, if I remember correctly. I, th I, think, I think they were up like 24 to 17 or 20 to 13 or something like that, and I was feeling really good. And then mm -hmm. three... Dwayne Haskins INTs and a fumble later, and they ended up losing by 14. I was like, unbelievable. And then, then you know, but I didn't learn my lesson because, you know, both of these bets were made, but beforehand. I, I took the New York football Giants plus four and a half against basically 60% of the starters uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, and, and that was an L. And the one thing I'm going to be, I, I'm always going to look for value, but I'm going to be very prudent because we, we talked about this maybe it was last week or two weeks ago, Dr. Kyle, that if you had just mm -hmm. bet the, the, the better head coach in games, like if you bet Belichick or you bet, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank, uh, the, the guy in Seattle, I can see his face chomping. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, Andy Reid. You know, if you bet these these you know the 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 better head coach in every matchup, it just seems like you got there this past Sunday. If you'd have bet Belichick over John Gruden, winner. And I learned a very valuable lesson. Even though I like Ron Rivera, uh, I, I just can't. I just can't bet on this football team anymore. And then I, I did have two other wins 
last week in one of them I got extremely lucky. Um, I had on an early look ahead line, I had Tennessee plus one and a half. Now this game closed. Oh, you bastard! Well, I'm gonna I want to cover that before I let you cover yours. Now I got yeah. that on what's called a look ahead line. Um, normally, yep. FanDuel is very good about dealing look ahead lines. They will. Um, I, I've been looking all week because you know this is two times this season I've been able to take advantage of look ahead lines. You remember my bet on the. Atlanta Falcons, Falcons against the Dallas Cowboys. This one right here, yep. I, I got I got Tennessee plus a point and a half, and the game closed a full three points the other way, where Minnesota was getting the point and a half. And and, and this is the importance of look ahead lines. This is why I'm always looking. Now they're not on the board right now. My presumption is that they're not on the board due to the whole COVID situation, and they don't want to get burned on this. But this is at least the the second time that I know this has happened. So the Steelers and Tennessee have, this was before the COVID news, by the way, Doc. Before the COVID mm-hmm. news, when the early look-ahead lines were out, I was looking at this Sunday at my son's Little League game. Now, don't tell him I was supposed to be watching the Little League game, but I was actually watching football on my phone and looking at look-ahead lines. And the Steelers were getting a point and a half at Tennessee. And then somewhere along the line that flipped to where now the Steelers are giving a point and a half. So this is why if you have these apps, and I I use several. I use William Hill. I use BetMGM. I use DraftKings. I use FanDuel. Obviously, my favorite is the MyBookie.ag. But I look through all of these things, and that's the important of the look-ahead line. And then my final, my final personal bet was I took Buffalo minus a point and a half at home against the Rams. And that ended up being like no sweat to a huge sweat to uh, finally getting the victory. They were they, they were going to Falcons this thing. They were up 28 to 3. And then the next thing you know, it's 28 to 10 and 28 to 17. And then holy shit, what do you know? LA takes the lead. And then Josh, the, uh, the, the, the man, Allen, Led this team back down. Got the and by the way, the 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 BS pass interference call. I don't want to hear it, Rams fan. You live by the bogus PI in Week One against Dallas. You die by the bogus PI in Week Three versus Buffalo. Everything breaks even at some point. So speaking of breaking even, that's exactly where I was last week. I had three wins, three losses, and for the season that puts me at uh, eight, seven, and one on the season uh two and one on my big bets what about you doc uh how did you come out uh we we know you got bad news on your big bet and then any other personal bets you made so the bad news on the big bet was yes i I took the titans giving two and a half i thought there was no way they go into minnesota and win by less than a field goal uh i did not watch the game but it sounds like there was a bit of tom fool not tom foolery but Maybe some some missed extra points or field goals, some special teams blunders, and Kyle Rudolph had some spectacular touchdown catch. Uh, yes, I'm going to make every excuse I can in the book. Uh, so, yes, I lost my first big bet of the year. I also took the Washington-Cleveland under 45, and that did not happen. I'm just going to get rid of I'm, I'm going to get all the losses out there so I could end on a high note. Um, I, I tried the look-ahead technique. Two weeks ago, I looked at Eagles Cincy and got that at Eagles uh, giving four and a half. That's a big no. 
<laughs> and so to, to do the look ahead again, I wish I looked ahead at the Eagles going into this week because they play San Francisco. And I think at the look ahead line had it uh, Niners minus four, and it's already moved to like minus seven and a half. So that's exactly what you guys should be looking for. If you can start looking ahead, uh, depending on what apps you're using, I digress. Um, you alluded to the Gardner Minshew prop bet. I don't remember the number. I think it was around two fifty-five or two sixty and a half. I think it was two forty. I think it was two forty and a half, if I remember correctly. Whatever it was, I was not. I took the over, and again, nada. I was uh, so my record was bad, but I was feeling very keen on the Packers plus three or three and a half going into Sunday night. So I put a little bit more money on that and I saved my day financially, even though my record on the day was one and four. Yeah. But just remember this, we're going to go into our next segment and I will dive deeper into this in a second. So if, if you were just following along with our big bets, you'd be four and two, you'd be 66.7% winners. And those are the games that were actually guaranteed to bet. The things that we mentioned that we like, we just like. I, I may or may not bet them, or I'm watching them. Maybe I'm looking to get a better number. I'm just trying to give you some things that I'm seeing, and I usually get my action in unless I get like a good look-ahead number. But a like is, is not a bet made all the time. I am being transparent with what I do when this microphone's turned off. Whether we win, lose, or draw, we own what we do, and we are being uh, 100% legit with you guys. So, Doc, uh, we we are we are four and two on our big bets. Okay, we're, we're around with with your week one and two. You're probably around 500. Like I said, I'm eight seven and one. I'm bar- I'm barely ahead. I'm I'm eking by. Um, I'm actually probably a little bit loser when you factor in the juice, but that's uh we we will soldier on so we're going to go into our next segment and this segment is brought to you by hey mybookie.ag they are the official odds provider of the fabulous big bet and the dynasty war zone and it's the betting site that i love the most um if you go over there you use the link on my twitter at dwz memphis and you go in there the promo code's pre-populated for you you go over there it's also in the show sheet of the show you're listening to you just click on the link, boom, it's a hyperlink, takes you right to the page, and uh, Doc, you did it. It, wa- it wasn't very hard. Mm-mm. You just got to give them an address in uh, one of the correct states, because I signed up with a New York State address, and that did not go well, and then I signed up again with a different email and a family member's New Jersey address, and here we are, up a couple hundred bucks. Hey, and, and there you are, and, and they double your deposit up to a grand, right? Pretty easy? Yep. There is a real customer. I had no issues. No, I have an Indiana address, but Dr. Kyle had to, is it your mother-in-law, father-in-law's address there in Jersey? Uh, aunt-in-law, aunt and uncle-in-law. There you go. He's got family. So if, if you have access to the proper address, you will be in good shape. So head over to mybookie.ag, uh, get hooked up. And guys, that's up to a grand. If you look at MGM, They'll match you up to a hundred, or maybe some of them are up to fifty. Or if you deposit a hundred, they'll add twenty. Guys, dollar for dollar, up to a grand. Are you kidding me? And it's super easy, super easy to use. And by the way, my bookie, 
is literally I, I use the I guess the the web on the phone when I when I go in no issues when I use my bookie that way um, and I use all the apps so Dr. Kyle do you want a quick a quick review of all the betting apps that I use let's hear them let's hear them okay now, I should be higher on DraftKings because my wife and I have been stockholders in DraftKings for a little while. And I should oh, be. Oh, that's going well. Yeah, we've, we've done okay. But the app could be so much more user friendly. It's not horrible. If yeah. I graded it on like, a, like an academia grading scale, A, B, C, D, F, I would give it a B. It's solid. It's not horrible. It's above average, but it's good. Next, I will go to FanDuel. FanDuel, I will give a minus to an A. It's not perfect, but very user-friendly. I like it. For all the people that bitch about their DFS play, I like it too. And I, I give their sportsbook app, I give it an A minus to an A. It's very solid. BetMGM Grand, great rewards program. The app is a dumpster fire to use. To actually call it a dumpster fire, in my opinion, it looks great. It looks very slick. I like the colors. It's great. The usability and the functionality of it suck. Um, William Hill. William Hill is very slick and very polished. But I will tell you, unless you have a driver's license from a state with the correct address, you're not going to be able to get action on William Hill. I like it. I would give it a B. But you know what? My bookie... I'm going to give it the same A to A minus as FanDuel. It's great. Love the action, all the sports, online casino. And there you go. I wasn't planning on doing that, but I, I just downloaded uh, MGM uh, for actual use this week. I'm not impressed, man. That, that, that's a stinker. MGM's a stinker? The, the MGM properties are great. Their app yeah. is a stinker. Is, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. is a stinker. Uh, one thing I will say for both DraftKings and FanDuel, they both do have nice tie-ins, so you can operate out of the same bankroll for your sports book and your um, DFS play. So, so there you go. Little impromptu, uh, little impromptu sports book yeah. uh, app review right here on the show. Uh, I'm going to jump into the first game that I like. Now, remember, disclaimer: I have not bet this yet. I, I'm, I'm currently it's on my radar, and I, this is one that, that I want to continue to see. I would love the number to go a little bit lower. I'm going to continue to hear what the uh, the pro bettors are saying on this game, but I like Buffalo minus three at Las Vegas. I think the number should be probably closer to five and a half to six, and I think this is an overreaction to the L.A. Rams making the big comeback uh, and the Raiders' offense is just so depleted right now at the wide receiver position. No Brian Edwards, no Henry Ruggs, no Tyrell Williams. It's really going to be Nelson Aguilar. It's going to be Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro and the backs. And this Buffalo offense, their defense has not been what I thought it was going to be. Like I really thought Buffalo with that defense was going to have a lockdown defense. I, I really think that Buffalo is going to come in here. They want to continue to pace that division, the NFC East, excuse me, the AFC East, and really stay that game out ahead of New England. I think this line's a little bit off. Uh, I hate going road favorite, 
But in this case, I think Buffalo is the better team. I think it's considerable. I think Las Vegas is a little overrated as well due to the New, the, the New Orleans win. And I see Buffalo winning this game somewhere in the neighborhood of like 28-21, 28-20. But I don't see the big comeback out of the Raiders. Dr. Kyle, what do you think about my first like? Again, not official bet, but a game that I'm liking here for the Raiders and the Bills. Memphis, I don't want to get into too many of the details that I know or that I'm thinking about that game. Let's just say I will be talking about that game very shortly how's that sound sweet sweet well then go on to the first game that 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 you like that that you're leaning toward maybe not an official bet yet no action but you've uh, you've got a, a keen eye on so yeah there's there's a there's a trend with all of my games this week as far as what the spread is uh again a road favorite i like the arizona cardinals going into whatever carolina the carolina panthers are in North Carolina, uh, only giving three and a half. Now, they got spoiled by Detroit this past week. I don't think anybody saw that coming, even Matt Patricia probably. Uh, definitely not Jerry Sinclair. I don't think he is a, a Lions optimist, so he is probably pleasantly surprised at the end of the day on Sunday. But I think the Cardinals are going to come in angry. Uh, I think they're going to come in very motivated after losing a game that they probably thought they were – prepared for and felt they were going to win before they even flipped the coin uh, into Carolina. And this is a Carolina offense that is not putting up a lot of points. Teddy Bridgewater is surprisingly moving the ball downfield, but I just think the Cardinals are going to get ahead quickly and Carolina is not going to be able to keep up. This, this game also felt like a, uh, at least four and a half, maybe five and a half point point game when I first looked at it so I like it at three and a half so so no concern about the west coast team traveling east to play a one o'clock game it did cross my mind yes but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that one this week I think all right I'm, what I'm, are your thoughts I, that one I, I looked at and I, I see the re, not, I don't want to say the revenge the revenge sounds silly I, I just I'm I'm not sure that I'm I'm ready to trust the Cardinals. Remember, I bet I bet the uh, the Cardinals under seven wins, and you know right. C- Carolina has given up 83 points in three games this year. It's in the middle of the pack as as far as it relates to scoring. I I don't know. I I, I just I I don't hate it. I certainly see your point, but. We shall see. We shall because the big thing is, is to me, this is a young team on the road, coming off of a game that they were supposed to have won. I would, I would probably lay back and watch this one. So I'm glad you don't have official money on it yet. The, the next one, I, I hate to play for me. I hate to play the Indy Homer card, but I, I really like the fact that this Indy number on the look ahead, it was Indy minus three and a half, and now with the switch to Foles, it's saying Indy minus two and a half. I, I don't think Nick Foles matters. I think Nick Foles is the, the relief pitcher that you bring in. Uh, I'll use a baseball analogy. You know, you've been watching a guy throw 98-mile-an-hour heat for, you know, 
six innings and then here comes the guy off the bench throwing, you know, all breaking, you know, balls and off-speed stuff. And you just really can't get your timing. But Nick Foles, the starter, is not impressive. Go back and look at his QBR in the first three games of the season last year when he was with Jacksonville. And then go back and look at his QBR in the three games after he came back from injury in Jacksonville and realized he got benched for the mustache Gardner Minshew. Indy's got the number one defense in football right now. And I was a little concerned after the Jacksonville game. But after watching them play Minnesota and then see Minnesota go out and put up the amount of points they did in week one against Green Bay and then the amount of points they put up against Tennessee and to see what the Colts did to them. Yes, I know this is on the road at Chicago. I just, I, I'm not impressed with the, the Bears defense. Um, they've given up more points than I would have thought. I mean, what they give up to the Atlanta Falcons, they gave up like 30. And yeah. they gave up 20, 23 to the uh, Lions. I, I just, not they, they, they did hold New York to like 13 or 14. But still, at the, at the end of the day, I feel comfortable that the Colts are the better team. Even with Foles, I think the Colts have the better quarterback. They have the better running back. They have the better de- – I don't really see an area of this game where the Bears are better, and I think the Bears are much more of a public team. They have fans all across this great country, and I think this is more of a public number, and I think this number is uh, going to give me the best of it. So I see the Colts winning outright. I may even bet this on the money line. So – uh, Dr. Kyle, you have any uh, holes to poke in my uh, my handicap? No, I really like that one. That was one of the one of the first ones I saw. I let a friend get in my ear about uh, our friend Nick Foles potentially spoiling, but I, I think you're right. I think the Colts Colts have the edge with the coaching. They definitely have the edge with the defense. The this Bears team is somehow three and zero, but they are not a strong three and zero. I think. They squeaked one out against the Falcons. And then, you know, I think they barely beat the Lions. And then they played the Giants. And that even that could have gone either way. So I think I think like you said, the public is betting a three and O team against the two and one team at home. But this Colts team is by far the better team. So I'm gonna keep an eye on that one myself for sure. Uh and I, I, I lean the Colts as well. All right, my man. Give us your uh, give us your second play that, that, that you're leaning my, toward. Yeah, my my second lean right now, um, and I I might even like them outright. Is Jacksonville is getting three against Cincinnati, uh, I, and I made sure to see that DJ Chark will be back this week. He's practicing in full. I think he was a big reason why that Jacksonville offense sputtered last Thursday. And don't forget, there were some some big throws downfield that Chris Conley, you know, how, how many chances will that guy get? But he dropped a couple and probably cost me my Minshew over bet. But I think I think Minshew is going to have a, a great game this week. I think that Dolphins defense they faced last week is getting better by the second. This Cincinnati Bengals defense is not. That defensive line is atrocious. I think Gardner will have time that he didn't have last week, and he'll have one of his weapons back. So I really like the Jaguars getting three against Cincy this week. Yeah, so the the big reason why I agree with your like there is just simple rest. Look at it this way. Jacksonville played a game where 
they got their brains beat out, you know, in about two quarters and, you know, DJ Chark should be back. So they've had 10 days rest. Now let's go on the flip side. Cincinnati just traveled to Philadelphia and basically played a five-quarter game. So, you know, are they emotionally spent? They, they've been in a lot of close games. I, I guess this, the, the Cleveland game wasn't as close as the final score would have dictated, 35-30. But sure. you, you play a nail-biter against Philly that you're supposed to lose. You play in a nail-biter against the Chargers that you were real close in. I, d- I don't know how all of a sudden Cincinnati's giving points. Uh, even though I think Jacksonville, they had the worst over and under win total of the season at like four and a half coming into the year, that, that team has played hard to date. Now the win could come out of their sails, but I, I would much rather have the three than lay the three. Um, yes, Joe Burrow is the better quarterback, but I think Jacksonville's got a better overall team. And there's not a coaching staff that I hate more in the league than the Cincinnati Bengals. So if I'm, you know, I said earlier, if you just bet the better coach, you know, Doug Marone, even though he'll be fired at the end of this uh, at the end of this season, he's the better head coach. So I like the more rested team. I like the team with the better head coach. And even though I think Joe Burrow is the better quarterback and will be by uh, a country mile in the near future, I think it's close enough today that I'd rather have Gardner, the mustache, and the Jag. So I, I don't hate that bet. All right, it's big bet time. Are you ready to to uh, to, to get down on a a big bet? We we're, we're four and two. We got to keep the streak alive. These are the ones that we I've already bet mine. Are you have you bet yours? I have not, but I will be. If we finish at ten thirty today. I will have bet mine um, by ten thirty five. I will hold you to it. No, I bet mine early, and I'm glad I did because it went up a half a point. I bet New Orleans at Detroit. Over 54 points on mybookie.ag. First of all, both of these teams have given up, on average, over 30 points a game. Both of these teams have given up more than 90 points. I, I A lot of games have went over this year, and I just see this one having shootout written all over it. Uh, Detroit should have no problem upholding their end of the bargain. The only game where they put up 23 uh, they didn't have Kenny Galladay. Now, Kenny Galladay's back. We're going to talk more about that game when we get into the DFS segment. But this is one of those games where, like, very similar to that Browns-Bengals game. I see it being like 31-35. And this is not even, at 54, it's not even the highest over-under on the board. Believe it or not, Dallas is higher than this. And I believe in these two in, offenses. In Atlanta, I think, too, like 58. Uh, Miami and Seattle. And, and here's the thing. I get two good quarterbacks, Matt Stafford and Drew Brees, in a dome. Uh, Drew Brees, uh, Michael Thomas returned to practice on Wednesday. Alvin Kamara has been on fire. And then Detroit, same thing. They got Kenny G back last week, looked pretty good, another week removed from his hamstring injury, which allows Marvin Jones to go back to his natural too. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, been, been playing great. And they've got a three-headed monster at the running game. I mean, like I said, to see this one being, even if it was 27-28, I I still clear the 54. So for me, I'm not intending it to be this way, but for the third week in a row, excuse me, for the fourth week in a row, I am taking a, a side here, and I am going New Orleans and Detroit over 54 per mybookie.ag. Doc, what is your big bet? 
So my big bet, you already discussed Buffalo giving three against the Vegas Raiders who are banged up and about to be outcoached. I think I am drawing a blank on the Buffalo Bills coach, but they have flipped that team from nothing to arguably uh, probably a top five AFC team right now. And Josh Allen proved last week and uh, numerous times this season, his accuracy has gone up. He is a playmaker with his feet uh, through the air as well. His accuracy downfield is one of the best in the league right now. I don't see any scenario where either the Raiders get ahead and Buffalo does not come right back. Um, But I, I see Buffalo potentially getting ahead and running away with it with uh, Josh Allen's arms and legs and just out coaching a, a John Gruden team that has Hunter Renfro as, and Darren Waller as their, their top two receiving options. And Derek Carr is their quarterback who is a country mile behind Josh Allen at this point in his career. Now, if you, if you had a rewind button and you went back and you told people on Twitter or the world of sports in general that, Josh Allen could be arguably number two in the MVP race behind Russell Wilson. What do you think people would have said about you? (laughs) They would have said, you must be a Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah. Um, Though though there was definitely some buzz from some people in in the preseason that Josh Allen, because of his odds for the the, uh, MVP, that there was, you know, he – he was potentially this year's Lamar breakout. And by the way, the head coach of the Bills you were looking for was Sean McDermott. Uh, yes, I knew he was Irish. I knew he was Irish. That That is him. And I, I love what they're doing with Josh Allen, the offense. Just the just the return of – I guess the return – I guess the, the, uh, the addition. That's the word I'm looking for. The addition – of a proper alpha wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. It, it's kind of like what I was just talking about with Kenny Galladay and the the Lions. You know, Galladay came come back, allowed Mick, uh, Marvin Jones to return to his natural wide receiver two position. It, it allows, you know, Amendola to be, you know, that, that slot complement. And then the same thing in Buffalo. You, you've got Diggs as your proper alpha. You've got uh, John Brown, who's a nice – wide receiver but he's not a a wide receiver one it allows him to be a nice complimentary this entire offense has been clicking I I like this too I will wind up betting this now I think that this may be bet up and I might wind up with like three and a half and I may not bet it at three and a half but Mm -hmm. if it stays three and I'm kind of hoping it goes a little bit lower um I I don't know that it will depends on the the public money but I love it, man. I, I think you brought it strong with the uh, the gambling segment. Anything to talk about unders, overs, totals, bets before we go on to the DFS section? Uh, I need to I need to do my studying of overs and unders. Um, I thought the the Redskins Browns one was a lock last week, and then sure enough, uh, uh, this year it just there's been high over unders, and I think this week there's already eight games where the over under is fifty or higher, which seems high um i i think we're seeing the result of no fans potentially in the stadium is allowing quarterbacks and you know there's very few holding calls i still think i think there's already i think there's still teams 
who haven't had a holding call against three weeks through the year. It's six. six there's, yeah. Going into last week's game, it was 18, and now it's down to six teams that have not been called for an offensive holding penalty. And yeah. th- then Larry Fitzgerald, I forget what the podcast he was on. I heard a snippet of it about talking about how much easier it is, especially for young guys with no crowd there, even with the fake, mm. uh, even with the fake, and, you know, Larry's been around forever. He's a legend. So I think you're right. And then um, if you're not following him, his name's Matty Holt. He runs a company in Las Vegas called USI. It's a um, U.S. integrity. What they do is they look for irregularities in betting lines and they work as a direct partner with the, you know, the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NCAA, and they report anomalies. So if a game is just cruising along and then all of a sudden Sunday morning before a kick, they get like a bajillion dollar bet. You know, that's the kind of thing that they're looking for and monitoring. But anyway, he's a regular that I listen to. And he, he said blindly before week one that he was going to bet like every over under in week one. And I, I think it was like something like 12 out of 16 games went over the total in week one. And you're right. It, it has to do with the no fans in attendance for the traveling team. It has to do with the officiating. And right now, from both fantasy and uh, a gambling standpoint, we can take advantage of that. And we're going to talk about taking advantage of it for DFS in a second. But as we go into this third segment, just want to remind you that this segment is brought to you by our friends at Hate Brand Goods. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see our man. He started off the stream tonight. He was doing sit-ups. He is, he is now Captain Morganine with his what's called the Tropic Thunder Short. That's the goat. The, the model is the goat. The addition is the Tropic Thunder, our model Kyle with the donk on the podcast he's doing squats now now i i know that i've been pumping these things up you are a physical therapist and you work with athletes all the time you wear workout clothes how would you rate the quality of these shorts these are great so i am recently it's now 2020 i can move on from the early 2000s where we wore basketball shorts and lacrosse shorts that hang down below our knees i've recently invested in some other more expensive brand shorts that you know, allow me to show off the the currently pale quads. I will get them tan when I get to Texas, um, but they're, they're great. They're great for working out in. They're comfortable. They're they're durable. Um, I you know I I don't know if you're familiar with the term thirst trap, but I've been getting that term thrown around at me lately. Um, so they these ones have it all, Memphis. I'm you know I was I was honestly bummed that the the only color I got this time was the Tropic Thunder because I was looking for something simple like a gray or a black too. And they were already sold out, you know, an hour or two after they were released. So guys subscribe to the email. So, you know, when they're getting, uh, getting more in stock. So you don't miss out the next time around. Yeah. And a little inside baseball for those of you that are interested, uh, Matt, Matt Vincent, the owner, he has, he said this on a podcast of his own. He hosts the, um, so podcast, U M S O. And he covered this on one of his podcasts that just should not surprise anybody due to issues with his vendor. You know, he's having trouble, you know, staying in stock. Now, the new stuff he comes in, it sells out. But they do a good job, to to Dr. Kyle's point. They do have an email list. And these are great shorts. You can see me wearing them on my Instagram at Memphis185. You can follow their Instagram at HateBrandGoods 
on Instagram. They do a great job of marketing their stuff, and it looks fantastic. Uh, on last night when I was recording with Jerry, I was wearing my Hate Brand joggers. A great fit, super soft, super comfortable. And uh, my, my favorite item out of all the stuff that they sell is the Kick Today in the Dick coffee mug. Now, I wanted to do coffee mugs with, uh, with every host and member of the Dynasty Warzone team, whether that's me, uh, whether it was Dr. Kyle. Um, and, you know, like Dr. Kyle's coffee mug was going to say Dr. Kyle on the front, and it's going to be, it's what keeps Doc up instead of what's up, Doc. You know, um, you know, Matt's was going to say on the front, Matty, big chest on the back of the cup. It was going to say big checks equal big paychecks, big pecs equal because he's Matty big chest. You know, <laughs> Jerry's was going to say how the man of the hour got his power. But unfortunately, we'll have to do those on T-shirts because the uh, the ability for us to do mugs just isn't there. But this is the mug that I drink my coffee out of. And guys, whether it's the shorts, the mugs, the joggers, just check them out. Head over to thehatebrand.com. That's the H-V-I-I-I.com. And you can check all this stuff out. You can get some sweet Tropic Thunder shorts like me, like Dr. Kyle. And you can look rad at the gym and use promo code Memphis at checkout and save yourself a little bit of cash. So Dr. Kyle, man, let's do our DFS recap. Let's talk about... What was good? What was bad last week? I will just tell you before you go into yours, you can just call me Mr. Mincash. Mr. Not Mr. Minshew. Not Mr. Monday. <laughs> not Mr. Monday night. Mr. Mincash. How, how did you do last week with your DFS tournament? Not great. I I think I the only thing I won was a, a 50-50 double up on FanDuel. Um, otherwise, I, I was off last week. I, you know, Jonathan Taylor and Miles Sanders felt like locks and Miles. I don't know what the Eagles offense is doing right now, but I'm pivoting away from them entirely until they prove they can score a touchdown against a bad defense. Uh, Jonathan Taylor did all right. You know, again, and you know, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. I had Chase Edmonds in a couple cash contests thinking that he would get involved in the passing game uh, and potentially in the run game of a game that, we thought might be a blowout. Allen Robinson finally blew up. We had I had him in a, a couple lineups. You know, it was uh, it was Cedric Wilson's week to be the wide receiver of choice for Dak Prescott. I I would imagine that there's some uh, stats nerd out there who probably won hundreds of thousands of dollars this week because they simply just played based on statistics and had him in their lineup. Uh, uh, otherwise, it was not C.D. Lamb's week. You know, it was a Michael Gallup week. Darius Slayton, I don't know. I don't know what that – again, might need a prove-it week from the Giants offense. Um, so, yeah, there seems to be a trend. I, you know, just, Justin Herbert I had in a, a, um, a lineup or two. He did all right. And then I think I had a Ross Wilson stack and a, a Dak stack, but with the wrong wrong receiver. So, hopefully you have – you know, I you had, had a better week. I did. I did okay. I didn't really feel like I missed on anybody. I was just so normally when, when I when I write this out, I put you know what what do we hit on, what do we miss, and I, I this week I added a meh category. You know, I was meh. <laughs> I was meh on Tyler Higby last week. You know, he was two for forty. Right. He had the two point conversion, which which was helpful, but not great. Not what I was looking for. 
I also had C.D. Lamb. Now, he had a bit of an injury. I, I have not seen the injury report yet for Dallas, but he finished 6 for, uh, six for 56, easy for me to say. And then Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he only rushed the ball a handful of times. Now, he did kind of bail his day out with a touchdown. And then I, I, I went back in, and I added Austin Eckler late. He was the, the magic bullet. I had Dak. I had D.K., like I said, it was it was a, I had Tampa Bay's defense. It was a men cash week, man. I, I just I, mm-hmm. I you know had I had C D Lamb. I'm excuse me. Had I had Gallup instead of Lamb, and had I had you know uh, I don't, don't even can't think of a tight end last week that blew up. You know, had I had like Mo Alley Cox, I think he caught a touchdown for the Colts or something like that. It, it could have been better, but this is literally three weeks in a row where I've played the and I, and I am. I'm getting better at DFS, but I don't typically play like the the huge Millie maker on DraftKings. I play the five dollar uh, main slate tournament on D uh, on FanDuel every week. It's like four bucks or five bucks, and that's where I do my research and that that's where I have my fun. Now, do you have any uh, any lineups built this week, or anyone, or at least anyone that you're looking at? So I got a uh, I got a handful at each position I would say you know in in different tiers of prices um, you know let me just rattle them off by position. Sure, G- give us give us some guys you're looking at. You know, even if you haven't c- constructed a roster yet, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, so you know the the for quarterback we have our obvious chalk picks. You know, look at the over unders of you know your Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott games and. Those are your higher tier price guys. If you want to go a little bit cheaper, Jared Goff, he's looking pretty hot right now. Um, as far as a football player, perhaps he's hot to the eye as well. I don't know. Maybe if he wears some hate brand shorts, he'll uh, get the thirst trap label at some point. But only 6,700 on DraftKings against the Giants defense. That is atrocious. And Sean McVay is the king of scheming up big plays on offense. They're just chunk play after chunk play, uh, you know, to allude to a stack with Jared Goff. Robert Woods is officially cheaper than Cooper Cup on DraftKings. I think Robert Woods has been a victim of getting um, isolated by strong cornerbacks to this point in the season, and I don't think there's anybody on that Giants defense that will be doing that. So I think it's a Robert Woods week. Uh, A little bit cheaper, we have Joe Burrow against Jacksonville for 6,300. We've seen what he can do with his feet as well. And then if you want to go real cheap, Fitzmagic will be in, I don't know if it will be a shootout against Seattle, but Seattle's defense has not been anything special and he's only 5,400. So I think I'll be stacking Fitzmagic with some Preston Williams this week. Um, you want to touch on your quarterbacks or you want me to just go through? No, man, that's good. I, I, I almost went Fitzmagic on FanDuel, but for a hundred bucks more, I got Matthew Stafford. And wow. I, that's my game where I'm already betting the over under. So I, I thought yeah. about I thought about stacking Matthew Stafford with Kenny Galladay, but I have too much respect for Marshawn Lattimore and what he's done over his career to Mike Evans. So why risk it? Then on top of that, the yeah. Saints are currently 32nd or dead last against the tight end. So I thought a better stack in a game that I like the over under on was Matt, I went Matt Stafford and T.J. Hawkinson. He's showing me his notes of that, and 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 for me, I don't know. I don't care if it's cash. I don't care if it's uh, tournament. I don't care if it's on FanDuel. I don't care if it's on DraftKings. Right now, with the passing volume that Austin Eckler and Alvin Kamara are getting, 
you've got to have those guys. And it may be chalk, but you know, and, and you'll hear people say fade the chalk. I don't care. With the, with the passing volume that these two dudes are getting right now, I am going to make sure that I have every bit of Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler in there. And I, I had a, I was having a conversation with a gentleman on Twitter, and he was like, "Does that Tampa Bay defense bother you?" I'm like, no, it doesn't because he may not get the – I don't even care if Austin Eckler gets 10 rushing yards. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd love for him to have 100 and a tutty or two because I've got him in my lineup. But I'm taking Austin Eckler because of the passing volume. And here's the thing. What does a young quarterback do? He looks to his first read, which ironically right now is a lot of Keenan Allen. And if Keenan Allen's not open, he checks it down to Austin Eckler. So I I can't guarantee another 12 targets this week, but I think – uh, to, to think that he just his floor is so high with the receiving volume right now that I went Eckler. Now I did go to the game that you you get. I think the the Devonte Parker coming out party for 2020 is going to happen. We talked earlier yeah. about the 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 10 day break for the Jags and how it's an advantage over Cincinnati. You know Parker had been fighting a bit of a hammy issue himself and to get full days you know 10 full days rest and. You know, to come out fired up on Sunday in a game that you know is going to be watched nationally because you're playing the hottest quarterback in the league right now, you know all eyes are on this game. At least a lot of eyes are going to be on this game. So he's going to want to ball out. And then I went to the guy who's getting all the targets in a game where I'm not sure about the defense because I just saw them gave up, like, what was it, 13 for 130 in a tutty against Keenan Allen? I put DeAndre Hopkins in there. So my three right wide receivers on this lineup are Parker, Hopkins, and then I went back to the C.D. Well Lamb. It was the last position that I filled on this roster, and he was 5,600. Now, if he's injured or somewhat limited, but I, I don't think that you beat Cleveland by attacking their cornerback one, Denzel Ward. I think he's very good, which tells me it's not going to be an Amari Cooper day. That tells me it has to be a Gallup or Lamb day, and I think if Lamb's healthy and he's out there, uh, it could be his day to shine. So I'm going to continue to chase Dak in that upside. And then in my flex position, I went back to the well, man. I went Jonathan Taylor. 7500 bucks on, mm-hmm. on, on FanDuel. Guys, I, I'm, I'm going to take that volume. I'm going to take the check down work. And, you know, it's a half a point PPR scoring system. I don't care. I actually like Jonathan Taylor more on FanDuel than I would on DraftKings and their normal full point PPR. And then my defense, I went with Dallas. How do, you, how do you get points? You get points off turnovers. How do you create turnovers with the Browns? You make them throw the ball with Baker Mayfield. And I don't think uh, Cleveland's going to be able to ground and pound this game. I think Dallas's offense is too good. I just watched Cleveland give up 30 points to rookie uh, Joe Burrow, and this Dallas offense is, is on fire as any in the league. It's Buffalo, it's Dallas, it's New Orleans, it's Detroit, it's – it's you know a handful of teams, and I want to be attached. Seattle is another great good example, but I think Dallas can get a, a couple of sacks here. I think they can get a couple of turnovers, and because of that, that is the lineup that I constructed, Doctor Kyle. Subject to be changed, like last week at the last minute, I uh, I got a tip and put in my boy Austin Eckler, but uh, that's what I'm looking Ooh. at as I build this today. I like it. I uh, the only thing that makes me nervous about that Cowboys Browns game is. I, I potentially see that Browns defensive line giving the Cowboys offensive line 
a bit of a fit. And if there's a weakness to that Cowboys offense, it's the offensive line. But maybe that's just me being a Cowboys fan, trying to temper my expectations going into the weekend. Otherwise, I love it. I I, um, I, 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 I love I, I love that game. I can't wait to watch Dak versus Baker, four twenty five on uh, uh, on the primetime afternoon game. So uh, I know you're looking for it, but we we are to the point to where um, I want to make sure I cover this. This is our prop of the week. Now, right now, um, I can only get props on the Thursday night game. So if I can't find one that I like, now this one I have tonight I actually love. Last week I let Dr. Kyle go first, and he walked me into a bear trap by taking Gardner. And I, I ran into, uh, again, Fitzy was great for your fantasy box score, but he wasn't great for the yardage prop that I have. But I've got one this week that I love, but I want to hear about yours. What's your prop of the week, Dr. Kyle? My prop our boy Noah Fant, who I believe is in the midst of a tight end breakout year, his uh, receiving yardage over under is set at 42 and a half. Cortland Sutton is out for the year. Jerry Judy is probably going to play, but he's banged up. Uh, and this Jets defense, the, I, I don't know a name of a linebacker that will be able to cover Noah Fant. So I think we're going to see, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a run heavy game, but brett rippon i wonder if and any relation to mark rippon uh if i remember correctly i heard today that it's his his son oh okay well i think he's going to lean on the the running backs and tight ends in this game as a guy who uh probably not be taking advantage of uh, a bad jets defense and trying to move it downfield so noah fan over 42 and a half receiving yards what about yourself well, I, I again, I, I found one that I loved, and originally, originally, I was going to go with Melvin Gordon over. Let me make sure I got this correct. I was going to go Melvin Gordon over sixty-two and a half rushing yards on FanDuel. FanDuel does a great job of putting out their props on the Thursday night game pretty early. Can't I mean you can find like first touchdown scored or multiple touchdowns. But as far as like their rushing yards and, and things like that, FanDuel, they usually have it out by Wednesday afternoon, so that's why I have to use it. I would obviously much rather use mybookie.ag, but I, I want to give you a prop bet for tomorrow night's game, Thursday if you're listening to the podcast. And you can go one of two ways on this. You can go Melvin Gordon over 62.5 rushing yards on FanDuel or Melvin Gordon over a combined 83 and a half. I actually like the combined 83 and a half combined passing and receiving yards just a tick more. And, 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 you know, the Jets gave up 57 yards rushing to Josh Allen. He's a quarterback. So that's five yards short of what you would need with Melvin. They gave up 92 to Raheem Mostert and 77 to Jarek McKinnon in the same game. And they gave up 59 last week, the Jets did, to Jonathan Taylor. And then they gave up a bunch to Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. I think this is going to be a close game. The lines currently pick them anywhere. Maybe it's a, a minus one. Uh, depends on where you get your action. And to, to Dr. Kyle's point, that's why I like the 83.5 over with Melvin Gordon. Because much like we talked about earlier um, with another quarterback, I'm drawing a blank, but it's oh, it's um, first read checkdown with Justin Herbert. It's first read checkdown. What's 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 Brett Rippon gonna do? 
He's going to look to Jerry Judy up. He's too covered. I'm going to check it down to Melvin. Add in the fact that going into the game, Philip Lindsay is still listed as questionable. I never like playing questionable players on Thursday night in fantasy because the coaching staff knows that if they can hold him out of that game, they're going to get 10 days rest. I think you're going to see a lot of Melvin Gordon, a little Royce Freeman, no Philip Lindsay, and because of that, I'm going over Melvin on top of that. Melvin had 78 rushing yards versus Tennessee. He had 70 versus Pittsburgh. Now, he only had 26 versus Tampa Bay, but this Jets defense is nowhere near the Tampa Bay defense. And so because of all of that, my handicap is Melvin Gordon over 83.5 combined passing and receiving yards. What do you know about that, Doc, as we take this one in for a landing? I love it. I love it. A nice smooth landing on a runway, not in the Hudson River, hopefully. Yeah, I don't remember that guy's name. Sully. Sully, uh, yeah. We're, we're going to land this one a lot smoother. Looking forward to a better week. Um, remember our, our big bets. I'm going over in the New Orleans-Detroit game. You are going Buffalo. I my, already Buff- put it in. Buffalo, Buffalo minus three. Buffalo yep. minus three. I'm keeping an eyeball on that one. And then you've got our DFS and... Uh, other things we're looking at. Remember, we're going to be tweeting out a lot of stuff, going live on YouTube a lot between uh, the start of the Thursday night game and the end of the Sunday night game. So if you're not subscribed to the podcast, the YouTube with notifications turning turned on, you're doing it backwards. You're doing it backwards. It'd be like having those great hate brand shorts on backwards. They'd still be comfy. You just have too much room in, in one area and not enough, not enough room in the other, Dr. Kyle. <laughs> No comment. So, anyway, please make sure to check out our sponsors, the guys over at Viridian Global for the T-shirts and sweatshirts and the the uppers, the, uh, the tops of the fashion world here for the Dynasty Warzone. Be sure to check out our friends over at The Hate at thehviii.com for all their sweet athletic gear and their athleisure. They've got a ton of fashion stuff, too. And then if you're looking to get in on some of the action that Dr. Kyle and I are getting down on, mybookie.ag, use promo code DWZMemphis, and you will get double your deposit. If you're watching on YouTube, you could see Dr. Kyle actually physically making it rain in his one-bedroom, beautiful-view studio apartment in the mean streets of NYC. Dr. Kyle, anything for these people before we get out of here? Guys, hit me up on Twitter. Ask me questions. What do you want to know? What do you want to hear from me? I know uh, it could sometimes be a little bit quiet. Maybe I'm I'm not sure what you guys want to know. So you 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 listeners will drive the content of this podcast. That's the beauty of having that direct contact, especially in the in the Patreon. So let me know. If it's as simple as me saying somebody's probable or questionable, let me know. If you want to know uh, you know, other lines I'm looking at, message uh, message on Twitter or at me on Twitter at EWZ underscore Dr. PT, and I'll give you the best I can. Well, let me make this easier for both you and the listener, okay? There's a, there's a lot of other great PTs and doctors and stuff doing stuff on Twitter. Whatever they're not answering or however they're presenting their content, ask Dr. Kyle what you want to know. If you've ever followed another doctor on Twitter and been like, man, I wish this doctor would have said this. Or, hey, I would love it if you presented it like this. Now, I can't guarantee you Dr. Kyle's going to do that. But if you want if you want the information presented in, in a way that you would like to see it at least tried, give him a follow. Give, give him a shout on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. 
and see if we can hook you up. Guys, for me, if you need anything, hit the email the show, DynastyWarzone at Gmail, or you can hit me up on Twitter at DWZMemphis, and the show's at DynastyWarzone on both Instagram and Twitter. So on behalf of Dr. Kyle, I am Memphis, and here at the Dynasty Warzone, the fabulous big bet, we will remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. And until next week, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat.